Welcome to the Casting for Fun podcast. This is your host, Albert Pineda. This is episode three of the show. Today, I'm going to try something a little bit different from the previous episodes that I've recorded. I'm actually going to be recording this episode solo. Uh, no guests, just me. Just me talking. Uh, a couple reasons why I wanted to try this out. First, uh, I do have some guests lined up with some really cool topics of discussion that I'm really excited to diving into. But unfortunately, we have run into some issues with scheduling conflicts. Uh, I have to realize that my friends are busy people. (laughs) I'm actually the one who's got the most free time uh, to do these podcasts. So I kind of want to just jump right in, talk to as many people as I can, post them on the internet as fast as I can. But understand that people are busy and we there are scheduling conflicts that come up. So in the next week, to next few weeks I should have some really cool episodes to share with you in the meantime I do want to put out some content uh, even if it's just me talking Uh, one of my good friends Bob Reynolds if I can do a plug-in for him he hosts a really cool podcast uh, also a former co-worker of mine at Space Bank Mini Storage uh, called the Bob Coffee Cast it's a really cool show I definitely recommend checking it out he's got some great stories to tell and he does his entire podcast solo so I think we can actually just get better at uh, conversing and talking if we practice just doing it ourselves. So to do a a solo episode every now and then would be a good practice for me. So that's something I will probably do every now and then. And I also am looking to uh, improve my editing skills a little bit. With my previous episodes, uh, talking to Allison first, my wife, and then talking to my sister Monica about their experiences, uh, I was able to do those episodes in one take, which requires little to no editing. Just a tiny bit with the the theme song. Uh, This time I'm actually going to be doing it in segments. So it's going to require more editing work on my part to do it. So I'm looking forward to that too. And uh, for this topic of discussion for this my first uh, solo episode, I want to talk about the movie American Underdog, which just came available for digital purchase. And also some recent music news that are that's uh, I find interesting and I think my listeners might find interesting as well. So stay tuned. The next segment is going to be talking about uh, uh, music news that I wish to share. And then I'll be talking about the movie American Underdog. So I'm going to take a quick break and we'll dive into those topics. Okay, welcome back to the show. This is segment two of episode three. Uh, I want to talk about some music news that I found to be really interesting that just happened this past week. Uh, on excuse me, on February 3rd, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers released a brand new single, which is really, really cool. The new song is called uh, Black Summer, and it's going to be off of their upcoming new album, uh, which is entitled uh, Unlimited Love, scheduled to be released on April 1st, 2022. This news is really exciting to me. So it was actually back in 2019 that the band officially announced that they're going to be reuniting with longtime uh, guitarist, uh, <coughs> excuse me, John Frusciante, which uh, as soon as I saw that news, I was absolutely ecstatic because the Red Hot Chili Peppers are one of my all-time favorite bands and the lineup of uh, John Frusciante on guitar, Anthony Kiedis on vocals, Flea on bass, and uh, Will Ferrell on drums. Oh, I'm sorry, no, <laughs> Chad Smith on drums. I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, uh, skit from Jimmy Fallon where the, they both went on the show 
because they look like each other. It's funny. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that lineup, even though the Chili Peppers have gone through many lineups in their 40-plus career, the lineup of those four guys is really cool. And I'm very excited that they're going to be releasing new music. But then COVID hit, and I'm sure that took a, a toll on the band in the recording process, as it did for most things in life. So it's only just now, uh, two years, almost two years, when they first announced that they were reuniting and uh, recording new music that we have new music to look forward to so the new song is great uh definitely check it out and where any streaming service you use i personally like youtube music but whatever streaming platform you like definitely check out that new song and be sure to keep an eye on that album uh scheduled for april 1st unlimited love from the chili peppers uh, speaking of new music news well, i'm sorry new uh, music news in general the the rock and roll hall of fame inductees for 2022 were just announced and i mean i I love music so just any time we're taking the time to celebrate and honor uh popular music of the 20th and 20th century i think it's really cool the list is interesting uh it consists of bands that i really love and some musical artists that i've never heard of (laughs) but that's just kind of the way things go uh so here's the rundown really fast in alphabetical order for nominees for this year uh beck pat benatar kate bush devo Duran Duran, uh, Eminem, Eurythmics, Judas Priest, Fela Kuti, uh, MC5, New York Dolls, Dolly Parton, Rage Against the Machine, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, A Tribe Called Quest, and uh, Dionne Warwick. So uh, this excerpt is taken directly from uh, Wikipedia, which I mean may not necessarily be the best source for uh, information, but sometimes it's informative, I feel. Um, a nominating committee composed of rock and roll historians select names of the performers, category singers, vocal groups, bands, and instrumentalists of all kinds, which are then voted on by roughly 500 experts across the world. Those selected to vote include academics, journalists, producers, and others with music industry experience. Artists become eligible for induction 25 years after the, the release of their first record. Criteria include the influence and significance of the artist's contribu- contributions to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll. Block approval voting is used with these nominees who receive the most votes being inducted, subject to a minimum of 50% approval. Around five to seven performers are included are inducted each year. So from that list of that I just read off, that was about like 15 or 16 names. Only about five to seven of them are actually going to be inducted this year. But I guess what happens is if you don't get inducted on the year that you're initially nominated, you just keep getting inducted. I'm sorry, nominated uh, year after year until you actually do get inducted. Uh, so it'll be interesting and cool to see who gets in. Uh, personally, I'd love to see Duran Duran get in. Um, Beck. Rage Against the Machine, Devo. Uh, Dolly Parton, though I'm not necessarily a huge fan of her music, follow her music, but she definitely deserves recognition, I think. So, whoever gets in, I think it'll be really cool to see. And uh, someday, I very much would love to go visit the Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. I think it'd be a really cool experience. Uh, Some of my good friends, uh, Leslie and George Asadio, got to go see the Hall of Fame one time. They did tell me, though, that you're not allowed to take pictures, which is kind of lame. I guess they have a really strict, no uh, photography, no pictures allowed. Uh, but I guess if if anything, just take a picture from outside. But uh, I very much would love to go see the Hall of Fame and visit it and commemorate and celebrate rock and roll. Because I, I love it. It's great stuff. Uh, and speaking of the Hall of Fame, so I want to jump into the next uh, segment, which is going to be talking about NFL Hall of Famer 
uh, Kurt Warner and the recent biopic that just came out about his life, American Underdog, which I'll do in the next segment. So I'm going to take another little break and I'll be back with more of episode three of this podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. So this is segment three, talking about American Underdog. Uh, I absolutely love movies. Movies uh, are the world to me. They're so great. Uh, I love it just as much as I love music. So expect to hear me talk about it very frequently on the podcast. And the movie I want to talk about is American Underdog. I, I love sports movies. I love sports movies that are based on true events. I think they're very inspiring. I think they're movies that anybody can get into, even if you don't really particularly care about the sport that's being uh, depicted in the movie. And again, like I said, they're very inspiring. They can help uplift us and uh, help us in, in times when we're feeling down or we just need a good pick-me-up. Yes, these, def- these movies definitely can do those things for us. Uh, some movies that I really enjoy from this genre would be Rudy with Sean Astin, uh, Remember the Titans with Denzel Washington, and The Blind Side with uh, Sandra Bullock. In fact, The Blind Side's kind of interesting. For a family get-together with my in-laws, my mother-in-law actually suggested we watch it sometime. Uh, she said, hey, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I mean, you love sports. You love football so much. And I told her, yeah, yeah we should watch it. And maybe it'd be a cool watch. And I loved it when we did. I'm glad she recommended it, which was interesting, too, because uh, my mother-in-law absolutely hates football. <laughs> she will never sit down and watch a game. It's dull. It's boring. <laughs> but she loves that movie. Uh, I think it could be because she loves Sandra Bullock. Uh, I know she's a big fan of hers or she's like some of her other movies, too. Uh, an interesting fact, too, I don't want to go too much off topic since I'm supposed to be talking about American Underdog, but it is interesting to me that Sandra Bullock would uh, be nominated, or I'm sorry, not just nominated, but win an Oscar for her role in the movie The Blind Side, but I believe she also won a Razzie Award, so Worst Actress in the same year that she won that Best Oscar, so yeah, go figure, right? Okay, so American Underdog, uh, it stars Zachary Levi, one of my favorite actors, as Kurt Warner who, uh, if you're not familiar with his story, which I wasn't before watching this movie, even though I, I knew who he was, uh, he was an undrafted player out of college, uh, tried to get drafted by the NFL, didn't succeed, ended up playing arena football. And I don't want to give away too much of the, the story if you're not familiar with it, but his his journey to uh, eventually become an NFL player, one of the, uh, the, the movie described him as the best uh, non-drafted NFL player in history, which I think is uh, a really high praise for him. But again, the movie is really inspiring. Uh, Zach is great in the role. Uh, he has obviously history playing underdog roles, playing uh, Chuck Bartowski, probably my all-time favorite underdog from the from the show Chuck. Uh, the movie also features Anna Paquin as Brenda Warner, so his wife, uh, played by... Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Anna Paquin, uh, who you would probably know best know from the X-Men movies as Rogue, plays Brenda Warner. And the two of them have great chemistry together. I really enjoyed their scenes. Uh, their story as a couple is really inspiring. And uh, Brenda Warner as a person, I mean, I would imagine that the uh, these type of movies, yes, they kind of can sometimes take a, a little liberties as to what actually happened. You know, biopics, whether it's about music or a particular person event sometimes you know some certain liberties are taken and that the whole truth or maybe slightly exaggerated to a certain extent but from what i've understand researching the movie after i've seen it 
is that the Warners uh, did an interview with Newsweek and they assured everybody that everything depicted in the movie itself was 100% accurate, that there were real events that occurred. And that being the case, uh, Brenda Warner, I think, is a really inspiring woman, a really cool that she was able to overcome many of the obstacles she faced in life, even before meeting Kurt Warner. And uh, their their courtship story is really cool and awesome. Yeah, very cute. My, my wife, as my wife would put it. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out this movie. It's really great. It also features Dennis Quaid and Adam Baldwin in, in roles, supporting roles. Adam Baldwin was cool to get because, again, if you're a Chuck fan like me, you know, you got to see Chuck Bartowski and John Casey reunited on screen, which is really cool. Uh, this movie features a really inspiring scene, as, as do all these uh, sports movies depicting real-life events. Uh, Rudy has one. Um, Remember, the Titans has one I really enjoy. This one does, too. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I would recommend watching this movie uh, if you want to get that uplifting feeling you can after watching a sports movie. I know um, these type of movies aren't the for everybody. If you're way into football and you love sports and you're really excited for this weekend for the Super Bowl, like me, you'll want to just, you know, uh, digest everything you can when it comes to football. But I do know that I have certain friends, people, maybe people listening to this podcast now, who will probably post that uh, Julie Andrews meme uh, from The Sound of Music where it's her with her arms out waving saying, this is me not caring about football. I see that every year on Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) It's funny, but it's also kind of annoying, but... I digress. Uh, but again, regardless of how you feel about football, I would recommend getting into the spirit of things because it's fun. I think it's a cool thing to do. Watch the Super Bowl. Uh, enjoy some good food. Enjoy some good company. Uh, even if you don't care about the game, watch watch it for the commercials. Watch it for movie trailers. Watch it for the halftime performance. And uh, if you want to go a step further and really like immerse yourself into uh, uh, the, the football spirit, Definitely, I would recommend watching one of these uh, true-to-life uh, biopics about a football story. And if you're looking for one in particular to watch, I definitely would recommend American Underdog. So so there you have it. Great. I hope you enjoyed uh, today's show and just listening to me talk about things I like. And again, thank you for subscribing to the podcast or listening, streaming. Uh, you guys are the best, and I'll see you again soon. Thank you.